Okay, this is the Average Fellas Podcast. I hope you got your coffee ready. Let's talk some business. I had a vision of success and where I wanted to be. And I had never, I had never owned my own business. I had never worked for myself. And when I was ready, I told him, you know, I'm sorry I had to leave your company, but I need to start my own, my own dream. Because it's a business. We're a business too. Right. Like, invest in yourself. You know, don't, don't just... I mean, they replaced the refrigerator with, like, one of those fancy coffee makers. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Average Fells Podcast. I'm your host, Zodi Zach, coming to you live all the way from Riverside, California, on another beautiful Thursday evening, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, once again, thank you for stopping by the website, www.averagefells.com. we got a lot of cool things going on there, guys. Uh, we got the 4-ounce coffee subscription and the 12-ounce big boy. So go check those out, $7.99, uh, plus a shipping fee for the uh, monthly coffee subscription or the 12-ounce bag, which is a one-time purchase for uh, 15 or for, uh, yeah, for. Uh, <laughs> $14.99 plus a shipping fee. Anyways, thank you for stopping by the website. Check that out, www.averagefalls.com. And, uh, yeah, hey, uh, thanks again for uh, listening, rating, reviewing, all those things, guys. It's paying off. I could see it in the numbers, checking out the analytics. We crossed that 2,000 marks, guys. So uh, thank you so much for listening, man. It does us uh, the world of a difference when you just uh, like, subscribe, when you you know, give us that like. Uh, it helps us out a lot. It helps us get get known out there. So thank you again for participating and doing your part in the Average Fells podcast. We really appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. Um, yeah, I think I got through it all, guys. Um, got some pretty good interviews coming up that I'm working on right now, guys. Uh, just trying to uh, uh, get those locked down. Uh, messaging and scheduling goes back and forth. And then after a while, you finally figure it out. But um, yeah, we're going to get a couple of these interviews going again on the Monday uh, episode. So stay tuned for that. I'll reel out three or four different interviews. I think I'll, I'll let you guys know in advance when I get those all booked in and, and ready to go. Okay, I think that about does it for the announcements. So it is Thursday night, so you know what that means. It's Star Bros, and I got my co-host with me. What up, my guy? Beast Mode Squad. What's up? What's up? Heck yeah, heck yeah. Thursday night, Star Bros. What's heck going on, yeah, dude? Man. How you doing, man? Uh, doing good, doing good. Another day in, you know... It's just another day, pretty much. It rained over here in uh, the valley, pretty much. So it's raining now. Yeah. I don't know if you got any rain over there, but no, no rain, no rain, no rain, no rain. Okay. No wind. No wind. Doing good though. Doing good. Uh, Like you said, we're star bros. We're we're hitting it, hitting it hard, rising and grinding on this. Um, You know, we're pretty much at the end, finishing up. These next five episodes right here, we finish up uh, season one. That's so right. We just got done with season one of. Dude, uh, I can't believe it, man. That went by Wars. fast, dude. Yeah, it did. Yes, it did. It, but it I did mean, go by fast. But it's a little it's difficult. A lot. There's a lot. There is a lot. Yeah, a lot of content <laughs> to cover there. There's a lot. Yeah. And so, I mean, right here, already starting out, the Liberty of Ryloth, pretty much, uh, season one, episode twenty-one. Yeah. Uh, you know, right away, Obi-Wan, pretty much, Obi frees the villagers on Ryloth, pretty much, already. It's, like, the end of them. We've, like, six episodes of Ryloth, yeah. you know, so it's finally coming to an end. They're finally free, you know. Uh, Mace, like, leads, like, the final fight against the Separatists. Dude, we've seen and, a uh, lot of cool things from yeah. Mace Windu in this episode. Mace Windu oh, flexed yeah. pretty hard in this episode. <laughs> yeah, and I think this is the most that we've seen him do anything so far. Right. Uh, like, oh, as far just, as, like, 
uh, just for the folks listening right now, uh, we've been going through season one of uh, of, of Clone Wars. So um, just so if you're not if you're not uh, if you're not up to date with where we're at, we are finishing off the last two episodes of season one Clone Wars, going into season two right now. So that's episode twenty one and twenty two, yep. going into episode one, two, and three of season two of the Clone Wars right now in Star Wars Thursday night on the Avatars podcast. All right, so we were saying so basically what we end up in this episode that I think we see we see a lot of politics play out because mm-hmm. um there's this weird it, I mean Palpatine is he's got his hand in a lot of things going on right now, you know. Yeah. I like how he like even says like it, him already knowing he's like we could send reinforcements. Yeah. But his like jokes on you guys, we ain't got none. You know, like what a jerk. Like this guy knows, he knows everything. He knows the ins and outs of the, uh, of the army. He knows the Republic army ins and outs. And he's like telling Mace, like we could send uh, reinforcements and Mace is like, we don't have any more chancellor. And like chancellor Palpatine's like, well, I already knew that. I just wanted to throw that in your face, (laughs) (laughs) you know? And, uh, Basically, like May says, like the rebels, um, we got to take out these droids pretty much. And like Mace ends up setting a trap for these droids that are like coming at him and stuff like that. But they have no like backup. It's they them by themselves pretty much. Right. And it's like um, you see like uh, one of the things that's crazy, like um, it's what's his name? One of the guys that we get in this episode is General uh, Sendula. And so I don't – if you want to – I'm trying to remember. Is it Sendula? I don't know exactly how to say his name. Yeah, I can't remember either. But I know you're talking about – he's the guy with the the things on his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has like the crazy like – yeah, pretty much tentacle spine thingies on his head. And uh, you see like these – you see like these like cages. Like you see these – I don't know what the heck to call them, but they're ones like Cooley. They're like Cooley. Yes. Those was the, the blurbs. The, the blurbs. blurbs. That's right. Yes. Where the blurbs? Yes. So, so you see, like all these, they have the blur. Uh, General Sully has like shows up, and he has like the blurbs in cages, pretty much. Yeah. And so that's why I was like, oh snap! It was like it reminded me. I'm like, oh, I knew exactly what they were because of, because of uh, the Mandalorian, and and. So- uh, well, the thing that was like interesting in this episode was that they wanted to basically clear the planet of the droids, right? Yeah. And so the the rebel forces, the the clones that were there, had to team up with the locals. With the locals, yeah. Um, in order to clear the planet, right? In order to get rid of the rest of the droids. Um. But the problem, I, the the thing that I thought was interesting about this episode. Um, that you meant that, that like I we mentioned earlier with Palpatine though about him not saying like not be able to bring him knowing that there is no help no backup to be, there's no, no help backup coming yeah that there's no help coming right but also at the same time I we also kind of get to see like him start to string together this web like this whole entire like he's starting to expose himself a little bit by taking these risks where he's starting to incorporate you know bounty hunters and he's starting to make these mistakes mm-hmm. and i think in this episode it kind of comes down to this this thing where palpatine i think 
we start to see him his transition into power. I don't know if you kind of caught that a little bit, but I felt like this episode kind of was a Kickstarter where you really get to see him turn to the dark side. Yeah, yeah. And like like you said, um, Count, Count Dooku, he wants to bomb the locals. He wants to take yeah. out pretty much the locals there. And Anakin is trying to, like, destroy their bombers and stuff like that. And he's just like, okay, all this is going on. Well, like we were saying, like you were saying, like the Senate. Palpatine like what, knows. Palpatine's in the nose. Palpatine called the shot. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and so, well, well, they make a plan. Well, the, well, the, 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 um, Republic makes a plan. Like there's Palpatine, like going over there and telling Count Dooku, like, Hey, this is what's going to happen next. You know? So it's like, he knows, they're trying to figure out, like, well, how do they know that what we're going to do, or how do they know? Well, they still don't understand that Palpatine is, you know, they still don't understand that the uh, Palpatine is the Sith Lord. You know, it, it, there was a part, there was a part with Mace Windu in this episode that I thought there, I thought was pretty interesting. Um, he. When, Go ahead, go ahead. Oh no, because he leads he leads a, a force of clones uh, to the other side of like this like uh, this bridge. Yeah, this bridge because the bri- the they like it's a it's a force bridge. Yeah. So that... and then like yeah, go for it, go for okay, it. Okay, I don't know if I don't know if that's what you're going to talk about. Okay, because this part yeah, here was yeah. kind of like where I I seen Mace Windu become like the champion, you know, like the the Mace mm-hmm. Windu that we all like were like, oh my gosh, he is powerful. There is a part where the bridge, uh, they, they're trying to cross this bridge. They're trying to get these forces across the bridge so that way they could take over like this central, the central area where the citizens are and stuff. And, of Ryloth, yeah. Yeah, of Ryloth. And so as they're crossing it, they, um, they end up getting exposed that, you know, they end up getting you know, exposed. They're, they, they're inside these carriers that were supposed to be carrying treasures because the separatists were robbing. The uh, they were basically stripping Ryloth of all their treasures and and then mm-hmm. like um you know taking over the planet at the same time you know enslaving the planet and taking all their treasures yep. is what they were doing and so as they're crossing the bridge um, they get discovered that they're in the back of one of these <clears throat> one of these carriers but in the bridge they they I guess they disarm the bridge and so they end up falling to their deaths basically uh yeah. basically what's supposed to, what's supposed to happen when they disarm this bridge I know this is a long story but in this moment <laughs> Mace Windu goes into like this trance thing and he starts like Mario hopping his way through the air yeah like you know what I'm talking about like he's just like yeah boing, boing, boing. And, and here's the point. Here's the thing that I don't understand. Okay, if he could do that here, I know, I know. How come he couldn't do it uh, when he got thrown off the dang roof? I don't understand that. With all those not. cars, all those flying cars yeah, flying by, with all I know. the flying cars by. I'm pretty sure he could have jumped on top of one of the cars and saved himself. Yeah. In I in agree. Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> Um, you know what I'm saying? So, like, that's why, I like, uh, Mace is so powerful. He is second in command yeah. over the Jedi. He is second in line under Yoda. And so, like, you would think that, like, even seeing his, his abilities here, you would think that he would be even way more powerful in in the, what is it called? 
But like, but like we always say, like I, I want to get back to this episode. But we also have that moment of like people are saying like, well, freak, you've never seen anybody freaking do a one eighty twist from a prone position. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like okay. <laughs> but like I said, get back to this. Well, I'm like, I'm like okay, Mace, Mace had it in for him. Okay, it's like dang. Okay, I get it. You've never um, faced a Sith Lord like that before. Basically, but, at the end, at the end of the, well, just wrap up this episode because we got we got a lot to get through. On we this, got a lot, on this, yeah, yeah, we got a lot to get through. Uh, basically, the droids like they took off, they take they take off and left the the governor there, and Ryloth is like finally free, and like um, and are friends with the Republic. Like they be, end up becoming Ryloth end up ends up becoming friends with the Republic, and yeah. like they able to put an outpost there pretty much. Uh, did the Jedi capture anybody in this episode? Did, uh, did they capture anybody? I don't think they, they take anybody. over the command post and get uh, uh, they get help. I don't know if they. Um, they I can't left remember. The, the droid. They left the governor. They left the governor. The droids leave the governor. So okay, now let's, let's talk about called. let's talk about the season finale. Season finale. Season one. Yeah. Season one. Yes. Hostage crisis. This was an episode for the uh, books right here. This is one. Right here. <laughs> uh, season one, episode twenty-two. Uh, Cod Bane is uh, going to take the senators hostage, pretty much. And so, Cod Bane, if you don't know who he is, you know, all the listeners, Cod Bane's like the uh, he's like the um, was he's a bounty hunter. Yeah, he's all don't, he's a he's a bounty hunter. He's like a well known, ruthless bounty hunter out in the outer rim. And he's so a, he's basically yeah. <clears throat> he's, he's a, taking this or go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, he's basically he's a he's he's a bounty hunter uh, in the galaxy during the times of the Clone Wars. He was considered to be one of the leading bounty hunters in the galaxy during the Clone Wars, uh, due to the death of Jango Fett at the first battle of Geonosis in 22 BBY. So because, wow. because Jango Fett, only because Jango Fett died by the hand of Mace Windu. By the hand of Mace Windu. Um, did, they, did, did this guy get to claim the spot as the most deadliest bounty hunter during that time? And he is a really cool character. He is an amazing yeah. character. Yeah. I like his dope hat that he has. He has yeah, like that dude. dope, like that dope looking cowboy right. hat looking thing. Uh, but basically, like, uh, in this episode, uh, they take control of the platform pretty much. Uh, Cod, Cod Bane, are, he goes it over was, there and he's ruthless. He's it ruthless. was basically like, a heist mission, right? Yeah. Um, and so there's, like, there's a few senator guards that try to arrest Cod, but... Like literally, they're shot down by bounty hunters. Ruthless, man. These guys are like, and like one of the bounty hunters, like, is this chick, and she has like this crazy mohawk. Yeah. And you see her. You actually see her in um, the pod races in in uh, in episode one. Well, She's there like were on several the people, uh, but There's also several. Like, wasn't wasn't the bounty hunter that worked for uh, for. Uh, for gosh, what's his name? For Darth Maul in in this in in this one that was in episode two. 
was in episode two. I think there was a bounty hunter. There was Darth episode Maul, two. You mean Remember for, she shot the dart? For... She no, she she took a dart. Oh, uh, Django um, shot her yeah. in the neck with a dart. Yes. What was yes, her yes. name? Uh, Sam. Zam. Zam. Yeah. I did she? Make, I thought she made. I thought she made an, an appearance. She might she have. I didn't get to see. I didn't see, but she might have. It would be cool if she is in there. Anyways, so basically, um, this guy, uh, 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 Cat Bane. Cat, Cat Bane. He he shows up uh, with his posse, and he's he's also rolling around with uh, two IG droids. So mm-hmm. you know that this episode was these were killers. He had an entire like yeah. he had a crew. He had a sick crew, dude. He had a sick crew. Yeah. And oh, the crazy thing, like Cod, cat is a Cod, Cad. Yeah, Cad. Yeah, Cad kills like one of the senators in the back. He straight up got, he straight up choochied him in the back, dude. <laughs> He's that's ruthless. right. That's right. He, he did cho- shoot him. The senator got choochied in the back. That's right. When I was watching this episode, I was like, "Wow, this is so crazy." I'm over here in the morning. I was watching the. I was watching the trials uh, yeah. of the impeachment trials, <laughs> and oh they were God. going over. They were going over when they were storming the Capitol, right? And I was like, yeah. all of a sudden, I was watching this episode, like, "Oh my and gosh!" You were thinking this... that bounty hunters are going to roll up in there. Yeah, dude. It was the <laughs> same exact thing, dude. It was crazy. It was. Oh. Oh my god! There were there were casualties in the crisis yeah. in the hostage crisis. So this guy Cat yeah. Bane is not he's not a nice guy. He you know he did he's kill ruthless. quite a few people. He's ruthless. Um, they were they were so. Here's the thing too is that Chancellor Palpatine is like communicating with the Jedi, trying to like and with the other senators and stuff, trying to pretend mm-hmm. to be like a cool guy with them when he's the dude. Yeah, that's like leading the other forces. He's communicating with Queen Amidala. Well, at this time, Senator Amidala. Yeah. He's communicating with Anakin. And Anakin like tries using like his Jedi mind tricks. I don't know if you caught that. He yeah. tries using Jedi mind tricks, but like to lead them away because they're like about to get caught and whatnot. But the thing is, one of the things that Cod... Uh, Cad, uh, Cad, Cad, uh, Bane, Cad Bane, he's kind of like knows like the Jedi too much. Like he, he's, he's not. He's a professional. He he's not. He's a professional, so he's not weak-minded. He's. I. Yeah. I would. I mean, it really reminded me of. Uh, it really. This episode reminded me of the Mandalorian because it felt like it was they were doing a job. And they were yeah. there. They, a matter of fact, they were there on a mission to um, to actually release uh, Zero, Zyro or Zero the Hut. I can't remember how they said his name, uh, but basically he Zach, was one of the Hut. Yeah, he's one of the Huts. He's like Jabba's cousin or something. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea who he is, he but he's just one of the Huts. Yeah. So this guy's there. He's there. I mean, he got paid. He got paid. It's, the yeah. Huts are paying him out to do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I thought this was a really cool episode, um, and I thought it was really good for the season for the season finale, you know. And I thought that we mm-hmm. really got to see Palpatine playing the side, playing both you know sides of the table. And like I said, you really like last episode and this episode, you really start to see him play both sides of the of the team, you know, both teams. And it's like he's starting to weave his way through it, and it's it's crazy. It's starting to get really juicy with him. One of the crazy things too at the very end of the episode was that like Cobain uh, was like he's literally like he's talking to Palpatine, 
but he's like he or not Palpatine. He's he's talking to what the the slug guy, the other dude. Yeah, and he's just like, oh, thank you for freeing me. And Cobb Bane's like, I don't work for free, bro. Like, <laughs> you have to pay up, you know. And which it really reminds like of he's a he's a bounty hunter. Like they're ruthless. Like if they don't get paid, like yo, somebody's getting killed. So it's for like sure. heck yeah. Um, basically, you know, they end up breaking out, breaking out one of the huts, and uh, they were successful mm-hmm. at the mission. And uh, Palpatine, sort of, uh, I think at the by the end of this episode, he, I, I think I'm trying to remember like what exactly did he do at the end of the episode? Uh, I know like Padme did returns the lightsaber to Anakin to, to Anakin, and then right. Anakin rescues the Senate before they're blown up. Okay, I can't I can't remember if there was the, this this episode that that Palpatine had what I was thinking about. Um, Cause he's just, he's just been, he's just been in these. Oh, these I think that's the next one. I think that's okay. the holocron holocron heist. Okay. The holocron. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so speaking heist. of that, so that ended up, so, that ended up season one of, of clone wars. I really like that season. I liked that season, uh, that season ending. I think that was the first appearance of Cad Bane though, right? Yes. That was the first appearance. Of I, I like the way they brought him in and it reminded me, of the it was cool. Yeah, it was a Mandalorian episode. It reminded me of that too. Yes, it did. Um, um hey, so let's get into. I want. We got to finish this up because we also got to get into the High Republic. To so. the High Republic too. Yep. So basically, okay. Uh, season two, episode one, Holocron, uh, Holocron heist. Uh, Master Plo is sent to Holocron to help. Pretty much, uh, Master Plo and his crew uh, make it to Anakin and Obi. Pretty much. Um, because they have to evacuate. Yeah. And so one of the things, the cool things about this episode, though, um, Mace and Yoda, like, put Ahsoka on guard duty. They're, they're kind of like, you have to stay here. But, but she's like, she kind of gets in trouble, but at the same time not. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, they, Anakin takes her before the Senate. Mace Windu and Yoda are, like, appointing her to, like, jobs, pretty much. Yeah. And so um, she's put on guard duty and she's taken to the librarian, the library. Uh-huh. And if you all know who the librarian is, the librarian is the one who Obi-Wan talks to in Clone Wars and talks to about Kamino. He's uh-huh. like, I don't know where this missing planet is. That's the librarian. And so we get to see a little bit more of her backstory of who she is. Um <laughs> Which I thought, okay, so this was pretty cool because the holocron also mm-hmm. is something that we also got in the Jedi holocron. But we we also what was we also got that in in um, the Force Awakens, right? Or we got it in with um, what's his name when they go looking for when they go looking for um, when they go looking for Luke and they have to get the, the little they have to get the hol- the map piece. Oh yes, yes, yes. That's in that's in the Force Awakens. Yes. So and you know, that's with uh, BB-8. Yeah, exactly. And so I was thinking, like, it reminded me. Uh, it kind of like tied those two together for me. But also, mm-hmm. too, um, this was just like it really kind of got that the seeds. This like the it was the pl- the plan 
like the 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 Jedi's failure is finally like coming to fruition. Like, well, the thing the thing about this episode that got me with the codes with the with the uh, the holocron is that it's kind of like the first seeds of Palpatine getting into the Jedi, getting yeah. like un, 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 undoing the Jedi. Exactly. And so Cod Bane is hired to get the Jedi holocron. Um, Palpatine uh, gives him like a code to get inside. Already, already, Palpatine already knows the code to the Jedi Temple, Dude. and so it's like, dang, this guy's ruthless already. And Yoda already, Yoda feels it. Like he already knows. Like I fear yeah. for the Jedi Temple. There's something going on. I Someone's fear. Come in here. You know, there something. Somebody's gonna come in here, and we're blind by the. We're blinded by the dark side. And this whole time, <clears throat> Palpatine's like in the next room, like straight up clouding his vision. It's like, bro, like, yo, that was crazy because Palpatine was hatching a plan to grow, to enhance his vision while he was like clouding the Jedi's vision. Clouding the Jedi's vision. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. And it's crazy because in here it's ruthless, man. Bane kills a Jedi. I mean, um, Koth. Cod Bane, Cod Bane kills a Jedi, and he, he's supposed to be like a. He literally like tortures this fool, like he like electrocutes him like to oh, death, man. pretty much. And it was like a ruthless scene. I'm like, dang, like these guys are ruthless. Well, it, okay, so but then this is the shapeshifter, though. Remember, there's a shapeshifter yeah. in this episode, and. The shapeshifter. That's who I thought it was. Who was the one who, um, who, who was in was in the episode of Clone Wars? I thought was in the was in the live action when she's escaping from Anakin and Obi Wan after releasing those worms into the. She was yes, the assassin. Yes, yes. Uh, Zam, Zam. Her name is like Zam or something like that. Yeah, I, I thought she was. And in this she's episode. a changer. She's like a changer. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I thought I thought it was her. I could have been. I don't know. It could have been her, but it was like a callback to that. I think exactly. It was a call. It was a callback to that, and uh, basically, like she transforms into the librarian, though, which is crazy. That was because they, they they knock her out or something like that. They knock out the librarian. Well, and then she he, she like, shows up so... as a Jedi, as the Jedi. Though, yeah, remember. As the dead Jedi shows up and was like, "Hey, I'm here to blah 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 blah," and then gets in disguised like that, ends up killing, not or at least taking over the identity of the librarian. Knocks out the librarian, takes over her identity, and then Obi and Anakin like try to catch Bane. Are there? They're trying to catch Bane, and Yoda at the same time he senses something's off. Yeah. He's in his like room. He's in like his like his hut, like his uh. Not his hut. He's like meditating, and he's like, uh, "My mind, there's something wrong with here." You know, <laughs> he, he notices things, and so, uh, was it Ahsoka finds out that Madame Joe, her name's Madame Joe Costa, that's her name. She's the librarian. Mm-hmm. Is a fraud and is framed, and so like she's like, "There's something wrong. Something's weird. Something's off about this chick." You know. I'm going to find out what it is. And uh, he basically like blows, uh, what's it, Bane, sen- Bane senses something wrong too. 
And mm-hmm. so he's like, something's wrong. He ends up blowing the the entry of the Holocron station. Yeah. And uh, he he ends up stealing. He he ends up going in there, blows the Holocron station, and steals one of the Holocrons. And but this Holocron has has specific uh, data yes. on it. It's actually. Go for it. So it's actually carrying a list of all of the younger Force Jedi's, sensitive child, the Force yeah. sensitive children in the galaxy that the Jedi were like preparing to like recruit to the temple. You know, mm-hmm. they were all too young to bring to the temple still, and so he gets this. He's able to get the list and their whereabouts, which I think is crazy that Palpatine hired him to do this. This is Palpatine's plan. Yeah. He hires him to do this, right? Um. Uh, basically, he succeeds. He succeeds at getting the holocron uh, out of the Jedi Temple. And um, what you want to talk about how he escapes? Well, well, he he pretty much like Bane blows up his like robot droid. Like the Bane, it, he blows up a, a robot droid, and like he tries to take the he tries to take out the Jedi pretty much, but. At this, he talks about, they say uh, a name, actually, and it's uh, Bala Rupal, and he that's who he's going after, Bala Rupal, and that's the keeper of the Kyber Crystal. And so that's, that's he's he's trying to go after that, that Jedi. There's a Jedi that specifically is the keeper of the Kyber Crystals. And he's uh, his. That's his next target. That's Bane's next target that he's going after. And right. like that's one of the that's one of the like things that that's, and he re, he's able to read the holocrons, the Bala Bala Rupal. Yeah. And so like that's that's like his next mission, uh, is to get Bala Rupal, and and have him read the holocron, and there's a list of every force sensitive child on that in the galaxy on that it's like a drive it's like right. a, it's pretty much like a flash drive right right and so the the future of the jedi order is like in that in that flash drive pretty much well that the holocron that's and obi-wan obi-wan ends up looking for cod bane he's like i gotta go anakin and him anakin and ahsoka set out to look for bala rupal but basically what i I want to get into. I just want to get into the to the High Republic, and I want to get into Star Wars news because I feel like that's a, that's a lot more important uh, than what what's going on in the Clone Wars right now. But um, if you haven't, go finish watching those episodes. Watch finish up season one of Clone Wars, and then watch the first three episodes of season two. Um, and basically, what we end up on is that in Palpatine ends up hiring uh, Bane to get the holocron coordinates to where these children are to end up going to kidnap them. Right. Yeah. And, um, upon kidnapping them, he was trying to find the, get these four sensitive kids. So that way he can put them into his army and use them as like beacons to further his vision throughout the galaxy. And that's kind of like what's going on with Grogu. Right. It kind of reminded me like that because mm-hmm. in the, in, in, in those, I think it was episode two or three of season season two, um, Ahsoka's on the mission to go find these children, kind of like going to find Grogu, right? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like the same thing. It kind of was like the same thing for me. So 
I don't know, the Clone Wars thing, I think we're going to kind of phase out of Clone Wars quite a bit. We're just going to kind of mention some highlights of Clone Wars as we watch them. Um, I don't want to spend too much deep and go deep dive into Clone Wars anymore just because I feel like that's, uh, I, I don't know, the the stories is just too much content and it's just not, I don't know, it's not my thing to dive the into every thing, single. Yeah. The only thing that I thought was interesting was at the end of that episode though, like Mace, like things he believes that, the list is basically it's still intact and it wasn't copied like That's, nothing's right nothing happens but in reality somehow some way that list makes it to palpatine of all the of all the jedi that has every single youngling on there and jedi that's probably how he's able to like get ready for the order 66. So for maybe order we'll, 66. maybe we'll see, maybe we'll see that sort of transition. So um, that was the biggest thing that I got out of this episode was that, that, that list was was that's probably order 66 list yeah that's what i thought all right but, so moving on like, man moving on moving on um, here so what we're going to get into now is we're going to get into something a little bit different um because we actually got star wars the high republic high republic a test of courage Yes. We've and, and we've been talking about this. We've been talking about getting the yes. book, right? It's, it's so dope. It is. I, I I was excited. I was super excited to to read it, to read the we are on the well, the prologue. Exactly. So we, we basically uh, we went through the prologue in this book so far and I just want you guys to know that it's a uh, it's probably like I think it's I wanna say it's like twelve $15 at Target is where I found it at. But I've been looking for this book for about three weeks. I, mean, I haven't been able to find it anywhere. <laughs> um, and even on Amazon, too, it was out for a bit. So I was actually able to get one and scoop this one up. And the one thing I do like about this book, though, I don't know if you caught this, Luke, um, but on the, I want to say like on the one, two, let me see, one, two, three, four, it maybe shows, four, fifth page, there is a timeline timeline yes it's so dope i love how that timeline is yeah it shows the timeline of where where the high republic is and of you know star wars yeah and so it takes place this is like the jedi in their prime this so is basically like before... the high republic basically if you could imagine the time it takes between um the time it takes between uh the phantom menace and um, I guess no. I don't know how to say. Okay, it, it if you could imagine before Phantom Menace, it, it takes, takes place before. Yeah, but if you could imagine the the time between Solo, a Star Wars story, and um, The Empire Strikes Back, that imagine that gap of time. The timeline kind of depicts it as if it was like that far back, right? So it doesn't yeah. really seem yeah. like it's too far back in time, but it seems like it's a good like you know, 60, maybe, maybe 40 years back in time. Yeah. But I, I mean, you could even see though in the timeline itself, it even, it mentions the bad batch. It shows, it shows you, mm -hmm. it goes into the fall of the Jedi the batch. under the fall of the Jedi. It has the phantom menace attack of the clones, the clone wars, revenge of the Sith. And then it goes into reign of the empire, reign of the empire, the bad batch and solo in a star Wars story. Then we get yep, the Age of the I Rebellion, see. which is Rebels, Rogue One, a Star Wars story, New Hope, Empire Strikes Hope, Back, Empire Return Strikes of the Back, Jedi. Jedi, The New Republic, The Mandalorian. Which is going to be sick. The, There's a lot of stuff that's going to fall underneath that. Order. 
we're, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that should go under the Mandalorian that we're supposed to be getting that's not written here in the book that we know about. So look out for I that. I think there's going to be like Ahsoka under there and other exactly. things. Exactly. Ahsoka and Boba. And then the last one, the rise of the first order resistance, the force awakens, last Jedi, the rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. And then it dot, 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 because who knows what else is going to come yeah, out. What's going on, man. Anyway, so we're picking up into this book, and right away, what are your first thoughts on the first five pages of this, man? Let's get into it. We're introduced into several new characters here. I'm going to try and say their names as best as I can. Yeah, yeah. I'm not too and sure right about away, the names. <laughs> but It's the, uh, Killith, or it's like Killith, Da, and like Gwynish. I don't know exactly how to say these dang names. Kiddith. It's like Kiddith is a human woman-ish. Right. Or something like that. Yeah. It, yeah. And Kiddith used to be a pirate, but she I think it's Clint. Her... It's more like Clint. 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 Yeah. Clint and Guishi. Clint and Guishi. Uh, there we go. I think is how. Okay. I don't know. That's how I would say it. I don't know. It's how if anybody else would say it that way, but they're weird names. Clint and Guishi. She has tattoos, but she covers them pretty much. She has like these old school tattoos that mm-hmm. are meant for her pat from her past, but she covers them up because it, they actually mean something. Nil Nil Hill or Nihil? Uh, Nihil? Nihil? Nihil or Nihil? Yep. I don't know exactly. That's apparently the creed or whatever it is that she follows, that these mm-hmm. characters follow. So, anyways, so we're introducing to these. Dis- it means discombobulation. Oh my goodness! Yes, I was like, "What the heck?" And Wait, hold, but there's one more this. character. There's one more character here. Hold on. There's three different characters oh. here. We have client, 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 Guishi, and then there's one more. Um, can't remember. Can't remember. Mm, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Hmm. Guishi. Ah, there is. They just talk about the Neil. Uh, she's a Neil. Anyway, so well, Which just, is a we'll group just from... okay. Anyway, so there, the right in the beginning, I thought this was kind of reminded me. This reminded me of a Mandalorian sort of intro because it seemed like they we pick up, um sort of like them going on a job, starting a job, starting a mission. The heist is starting a mission. Yeah. Exactly. And so they're tasked and... with they're tasked with blowing up this vessel called the Steady Wing. Basically it's a luxury liner. And mm-hmm. they're and they're supposed to basically destroy it because they're it's supposed to pick up a very important uh person uh to the Republic, right? It's going to Port Hale Cap. And so that's like a that's a place that's a place in in this timeline, you know, it's one of those Port Hale Cap. So Port Hale Cap, ha- yeah. No, it's not Hale Cap, dude. There's no even there's no Port Hale Hale Leap. Hale Oh shoot, I wrote it wrong. <laughs> My cap. bad, Hale Leap. Um but one of the things that uh Gwittish, is it Gwittish or Gwite? Um, it's Gwishi. Guishi, yes, Guishi has a marking on his face, and it, it's a, it's like a he had taken he had taken a, a blast from a blaster bolt yeah. to his face, 
And so, like, which is crazy because, like, okay, he's seen some, he's seen some things, he's seen some battles. You know what I'm saying? He's a little rough. They're up. a pretty rough group of people. They're, I mean, they're, yeah. they're here to do a job, right? And it yeah. said here that they're the Ni- Nile or the Ni- Nihal or I don't know the how you Neil? say they're. Yep. Um, it said that that they. Um, they're a group uh, of marauders, who were active during the High Republic era, based right. in the Outer Rim territories. Um, but that they were also some pretty, they're also pretty, pretty, pretty hardcore fighters though, is, mm-hmm. uh, is, is a thing about them because it says here like, oh, that one of them was kind of like scared. Who was, who was it? Someone mentioned that they were like kind of scared and they're just like, Hey, like, well, start acting like you're, uh, like you're a neat, neat, neat Nile or a Neil or whatever. A Nile. Yeah. yeah. You're acting like a Nile. And it's yeah. like, oh, snap. Niles are Niles are feared or like they're 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 set to a higher standard. Yeah. Yeah, Guishi Gu- um, he sighed from the inside. You're Nile, act like it and stop worrying. I'm not client said. That's basically what she said. Mm. I I imagine I think it says that it's a, this is a female character. And Guishi is a male character, I believe. Beginning at this book. Yes. But basically, uh, what ends up happening is um, they get on board the Steady Wing. Steady Wing, yep. And without being a, noticed. Without being noticed, they get on board because they're pretending to be somebody else. They have a manifest to get on the ship and everything, and they just kind of scoot on by and as mm. they're in as and and they're all wearing like a uniform they're all wearing like these coveralls kind of thing um yeah. once they're, once they're on board they end up splitting up and um Uishi is going to plant he goes to plant bombs on basic, the, on board yeah exactly it doesn't explicitly say that but we know that's what he's going to go do we know that's what he's going to go do he's going to yeah. plant bombs and they basically got to destroy the escape pods pretty much so nobody exactly gets away. And, and, and the thing is too is that like the, they these people are excited because their reputation is going to blow up from doing this. And here's right? the crazy thing: uh, the, one of the things that I caught that uh, Guidish is it Guidish or Guishi? Guishi, Guishi. my bad, Guidish. Guishi says he goes, um, "This will when he goes to plant the bombs." He says, "Yeah, this this will make the legacy run look like a day at the in the fair." Yeah. <clears throat> and so I looked up what the legacy run was. I was like, okay, I'm I'm curious what the heck this is. The legacy run was a class A uh, module freight transport that was destroyed in an event known as the Great Disaster. Wow! Fragments were shot through the hyperspace and traveled to plant to to points across the galaxy. Dang. So like it was just it was a destruction of a, a whole entire like it was a massive ship. So, like, so yeah, man, and then basically cool. ends up happening is 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 that client. I think that's how you say her name. Yes, client. Uh, she ends up she ends up making her way towards the the escape pods because her part of the job is to make sure that they uh, that they don't function so that people can't mm-hmm. escape uh, upon the first you know several explosions. People can't get off. So this is a pretty get off. Yep. this is a pretty gnarly like mission. Like they're here just to 
be terrorists basically is basically what I'm Keep get, them getting. From getting she's she's supposed to stop the people from getting off the ship so to yeah. make sure they die. It's like dang and there's a droid that awaits her at the entrance. Exactly. And this droid yeah. uh this droid's basically asking, you know, like you know, what what's going on? Um, are you here for the inspection? And she's like, Yeah. Is uh it, it, and she ends up kind of like I guess like saying something that the droid is like, um, I didn't get any sort of like notification that this was supposed to happen. Yeah. And it was then. <laughs> she grabs a large, heavy hydro spanner. That's what it's called. Yeah. It's called a large, heavy. It was a large, heavy hydro spanner and destroyed the droid pretty much destroys it. Smash. It's like, ding, smashes it. It's a well, thing about tool. this thing. The How thing about ruthless. this thing, the thing about this though, is that like earlier in, in like right in the first, like the first couple like paragraphs of of the of the prologue, though, we get this idea that she wants to, you know, smash something, smash but she's not going to be able to get to, because yeah. she's just supposed to be there to disarm, like you know, to cause some havoc, make sure that something malfunctions, and then just leave without being noticed, right? Yeah. Um. The last line of this prologue, it says, uh, she slammed the heavy tool into the top of the droid again and again until the droid was little more than random metal parts. Client smiled at the destruction all around she, her. She had gotten she to, got smash to smash something smash after, smash all. after all. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's like, dang. So I don't know, man. That's the first intro. I think this is going to be a good book. I think it's going to be a fun ride. I'm excited for the little story yeah. that we're going to get here. Um, it doesn't look like it's going to be too crazy of a reading, um, schedule. It's about 240, 230 pages. And I think it's, I mean, it's not, it's for children, so it shouldn't be hard. (laughs) (laughs) Um, we're going to go chapter by chapter. We're just going to do a chapter a week, I guess. And, uh, we'll just keep, I think this will take up most of our priority, um, instead of Clone Wars. Yeah, I like it. I do like it. Uh, definitely something different, you know. Rather than watching a film, I, I I do I do like the reading for sure. Yeah, that'd be fun. Um, all right, man. Hey, Star Wars news, man. Let's get into it. Uh, big news uh, this week. Big news this week. Uh, Gina Caro off the bat, off the bat, off the fly. Um, stuff went down. <laughs> Gina Carano fired. Gina Carano fired from The Mandalorian. So right away we see it posted a tweet or it was some tweets or she had said a couple things that were she compared today to she supposedly compared today to the Holocaust. It was something like that. It was Some, something crazy. It wasn't apparently. It was. A, I'm not exactly sure. I didn't get to see the Twitter post. Um, I didn't get to see the Twitter post, but it was something that referenced um, Nazi Germany. Yeah. And Jews. and 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 Jews, Jews, Nazi Germany, and the Holocaust. So and okay. So, so I'm I'm looking at CNN right now. CNN uh, posted this uh, on. On February 11th here. Okay. That's today. Uh-huh. It says uh, Gina Carano, who starred as the uh, unsaleable warrior Cara Dune in The Mandalorian, won't appear in any further Star Wars projects after she shared offensive social media posts, including one that compared Nazi Germany to the current political landscape. <laughs> 
Wow. Lucasfilm fired Carano Wednesday, calling the social media post she made that day abhorrent. Gina Carano is not currently employed by Lucasfilm, and there are no plans for her to be in the future, a Lucasfilm spokesperson said in a statement to Ver- <coughs> to Variety. Nevertheless, her social media posts uh, degen- degrading people based on their cultural and religious identities are apparent and unacceptable. <coughs> so... Oh man! That's what yeah, CNN said. That's kind yeah. of the news right now. That's, and that's pretty, what's going on. Yeah, and that, it, it has a big, big weight with the whole entire Star Wars <clears throat> fan base too. Um, you know, a couple people that that I know where we were talking about it. You know, and yeah, just like oh snap, like what's it look like in the Mandalorian now? It's like okay, Mandalorian's gonna go on. Let's just say mm-hmm. that right now, it's gonna go on. Uh, I wouldn't have. We're obviously. I don't think she's going to come back. I don't know if Cara Dune's going to be able to come back, make a reprise role. I don't know about that. But obviously, I believe Pedro Pascal. Pa- pa- Pascal. He's he's already filming season three. It's going to be going on. It's not like stuff's going to get held up. Right, but I mean, I'm sure. I'm wondering how they're going to write off the character. I wonder. That that was one of the, my thoughts too. Is that is it, they just going to end up with like a death or something like that, or they're just going to blow? They're going to blow her up, Osh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that, I mean, they did. I Carrie Fisher. They just. Yeah, oh, I'm, <laughs> they just started off with uh, you know, she just disappears, you know, and so who knows? She forced Ghost out of there. Maybe. <clears throat> Maybe All right, man. Well, I think that I think that sums it up for this uh, for this episode of Star Bros, man. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited for what we're getting into with the higher public here. Uh, I'm excited. Hopefully, that'll breathe some life back into the Thursday nights, man. Uh, it's been pretty tough with the Clone Wars, man. It, it is. I, I'm waiting. I wish. I. I like I said. I hope. Uh, I want new content next season. <laughs> I want another. I want season three of Mandalorian out already. I know. I know. Nothing. Uh, it doesn't live up hard. to the Mandalorian. It is. Hard. It, is. <laughs> it is hard. It is very hard. <laughs> All right, man. Well, any last All words right. before we sign off here? Uh, pretty much. Uh, if you haven't already, like I said, uh, go check check out uh, YouTube Beast Mode Squats. Check me out over there. Uh, get your fitness tips for the week. And uh, heck yeah, Beast Mode Squats. Awesome. All right, man. May the force be with you. You too, man. Hey, thanks for listening again to the Average Files podcast, guys. Hey, uh, stick with us uh, on Thursday nights as we uh, we're going to change it up here and get into the High Republic and um, keep reading uh, a test of courage. So uh, stick with us if you haven't picked up the book, get it. We're doing it chapter by chapter. You can read along with us and follow us on our website www.averagefellows.com. Check out our coffee subscription we got going on there. Anyways, thank you again for listening, guys. Uh, peace and love.